The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world, George's Box. Welcome back to George's Box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. And it's a shitty day to be a Yankee fan. They did it to me, Nick. Listen, I'm going to be rude. I'm doing some fat boy depressed shit. I got a bowl of a big-ass piece of ice cream cake. And then, as if that wasn't enough, I put chocolate syrup on it and sprinkles. Dude, you're so funny. Jamie made brownies in, like, the fifth or sixth inning when it was obvious that we were going to lose. And if I, if I baked I it all, if I baked, that's what I would do. I think my wife's done that for me. Like, oh, like this isn't going his way. I'm going to have these ready. Yeah, I realize at that point there's two kinds of people. There's what you're doing, and then there's me. Like, I can't eat. You're either one or the other, I feel like. Like, there's no real in-between in there. Like, I, I can't really eat right now. Like, I'd, I'd rather be asleep, especially just, you know, like, we're not getting a, a great amount of sleep anyway, so it's like kind of yeah. get it when you can. Sure, I sure. watched I watched the whole game with a five day old on my chest. Yeah, like because yeah. I was like, hey, I'm gonna be up. Like I gotta be up. I'm drinking a Starbucks Frappuccino at first pitch. I'm gonna be up anyway. Just tweeting, you go to bed. So I'm like, hey, if I'm gonna be up, I smoked. Uh, I I took a couple hits so that I could go to sleep after this. Yeah. Whatever you need to do to get yeah. get you through something like this. Look, everybody's gonna. Like you said, we're gonna go back to our. You know, in a couple of weeks or a couple of days or whatever, we'll we'll actually coherently talk about what went wrong. This is our raw reaction. This is my raw reaction. Everybody's going to talk about the Phil Nevin send or a couple of calls here and there. This team was not good enough. This team was not good enough on opening day. They weren't good enough in April. They weren't good enough in June. They weren't good enough in July. This team was never good enough. It wasn't a play here or a play there. They, they just weren't good enough. It's so easy to point fingers at, like, a play or two in the elimination game that you shouldn't be in at all. Right, right, right. Like in two different ways. One, you should have won a division by 10 games. And two, you shouldn't have even been in the fucking playoffs. Like 
you know. Yeah, shouldn't have even been in this game. Honestly, this really, it's weird. This does not hurt as much as last year. Like, last year for me was kind of like, look, obviously 2020 was a shitty year, but, like, they can make this, you know, in a couple of weeks, they can turn this whole year around and we can win the World Series. And last yeah. year I thought they could win the World Series. This year there was never a point where I thought they could win the World Series from April 1st to today. Yeah, they didn't have, like, if they had the 13-game winning streak in, like, May, there yeah. would have been a point where we'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, we could do it. No, it's... I mean... Obviously, Boone gotta go. Yeah, he's gone. You know, that's gotta be done. Um, Cashman, I've been arguing with people all night on Twitter. <laughs> I know. All I know. year. I know. Brian Cashman has won one division in nine years. No World Series in 12 Wait, can years. Can you repeat that? The divi- the divi- the division. One division in nine years. Yeah, yes. everybody – right. That that I think people just overlook that. Like one we've division missed, title in nine years, man. We've missed the playoffs three of nine of the last nine years. It would have been four if last year didn't have the expanded playoffs. Um, Someone pointed out on Twitter to me a great, like, philosophy, like in the NFL – they say in the NFL, a GM gets two head coaches. Because if you give him a third, he's already made the wrong choice twice. Sure. And I'm not saying Girardi wasn't a wrong choice. But, you know, because we got that World Series. But it didn't turn into more. And Boone has regressed the entire organization. So you're going to let this guy pick again? No, no, you absolutely can't. It's been and it's been twenty years or twenty two years, whatever, however long he's had the job. And look, we've talked about it. Four of the five quote unquote rings that he's won were not his rings. No. He won two thousand and nine because Hal let him open up the checkbook for CC and Tex and AJ, and they won one championship, and, and that was it. No, he he's got to go. And the people that say, "Oh, Boone's got to go," but Cashman's got to stay. Where is the logic there? You know, Cashman says Boone is the second coming. He's my guy. Cashman had his choice of anybody in baseball, essentially. Anybody in the industry would have taken this job after the 2017 season with the core that we had, the farm system we had, and everything that we had going for us. And he said, you know what? Aaron Boone is my guy. They both have to go. Either they both stay or they both go, and they both have to go. The people that say that that Boone has to go but Cashman can stay are ridiculous. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that it's – it's time to change the organization because it's going to be decision-making time on Gallo and Judge in a year. And whoever's going to live out those contracts, if there are contracts or if there are trades, like deserves the, the right to make that decision. If Judge or Gallo – and I mean I don't see it happening, but you know Sanchez is going to be a free agent. And, I mean Glaber – is going to be a free agent. Like, who knows what people start thinking about? Or, you know, next thing you know, you got Glaber for seven years, but for $70 million, you know, like a oh, Hicks contract God. that, you know, you're just tying up a roster spot on. Um, like, those decisions, whoever is going to have to live with them deserves to be. And Brian Cashman is not going to do this job for another seven years. No, no, yeah. Right. Regardless, he's not, he's regardless. Spring chicken at this yeah. point. I mean, most GMs are, what, in their late 30s, early 40s at this point. Cashman's, I don't know, mid 50s, early 
50s maybe is he 50 i don't know he's getting he's, he's getting it. up there he's getting old in the tooth the game has changed the relationships like the age thing it becomes so like these young whippersnappers these young gohards they don't want to just hand you a, a great player they're going to charge it there's the yankee tax and there's the cashman tax because brian cashman wins every trade he makes that's all you hear. He's never lost a trade. No, never. We don't win a World Series. They, the players never pan out, but we've never lost a trade. So people are a little leery. That's going to cost you a little extra. You build that rep. And it's also deeper than cash. It's this organizational arrogance, the, the, you know, the load management days. Like, look, man, maybe if they didn't give Stanton and all these guys a million load management days, maybe they're playing this game at home. Or maybe they maybe they win the division. Like when they didn't take the regular season seriously, and they haven't for I don't know three four years. Whenever they they started this thing, like and you know we can complain. Oh, the Fenway Park, we had to play on the road. Whatever. Maybe if they would have wouldn't have punted twelve to fifteen games, they would have been playing this game at home. How many Sundays did we lose? You know how many getaway days did <sighs> oh we lose? Yeah, you win the first two and you punt it. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot, man, a lot. They, they had so many so many meltdown games, and it's like. It's funny because, look, we finished with the same record as the Red Sox, but it's like they weren't even trying to compete this year. This yeah. was a bullshit nothing year for them. Yeah. They're playing with house money. They may win the World Series. They may just get stupid and win the World Series. Just a scrappy bunch of guys because that you know that's just a fucking Boston story. I don't think it they is. will, but they could. Um, no. Yeah, it's and, – and everybody with the – the participation trophy close enough like horseshoes and hand grenades of like the regular season. We've got the most regular season wins. We spend the most money for forever. We've always spent the most money. Most of the, we're top two. And most of the time we ain't Every two past 30 years. Yeah. yeah. So, and now we're up against it with no money coming off. Well, that's the thing is people are like, blow it up, blow it up. Okay, where? Everybody's under contract for next year. Corey Kluber's really the only sizable deal coming off. Uh, I guess you could non-tender. Uh, Gary's probably non-tendered, so you could maybe shake things up there. But look, Stanton and Judge are going to be back. Hicks is going to be back in center field, unfortunately. They're not going to trade Glaber at his lowest point. Void will be back. This is going to be the same it's gonna be the same squad. Gallo's gonna be like, holy shit, Joey Gallo's at bats. It's like, dude, like, are you on acid? Like, he doesn't come <laughs> close to it. It literally looked like I, I tweeted, like, you know, they looked like they're fucking around playing wiffle ball. Like, he's not even competitive up there, man. And he was our big, our big acquisition. Yeah, it's all we needed was him and Rizzo. <laughs> it's hard. I do wait. So the 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 relay play where Stanton hits the ball off the fence, whatever, they make a perfect replay home, and then the next inning, we have a chance to make that play, and Glaber bounces the throw. Yeah. That perfectly encapsulates, I don't even know if that's a word, but that really sums up what, you know, this group, the Yankees and the Red Sox, I thought. Yeah, there some guys just out there making plays, it, you know, kind of dirt dog hustling, and we, we are not. I mean, obviously, ju you know, Judge is hustling around the base. It's just an awful scent, just an absolutely... And, you know, that's, I don't know, Nevin being a hero. Everyone you get caught him up. to be the manager. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get caught up in the fucking moment. That's what he did. He's fucking raiding the Capitol with Judge there. You can't. It's so funny to see the picture of, like, the catcher standing there with it. Judge isn't even in the frame. And then you're just flashbacks to Gary Sanchez. 
it all comes full it all comes full circle and that really i feel like that really sums up it's like it's the whole coaching staff that needs to go it's Boone, it's Nevin, it's Carlos Mendoza, it's it's all those guys. Tim's the hitting coach. This was like this was not a ninety-two win. The the fact that they only won ninety-two games, I, they had Stanton and Judge healthy all year too. That's the other thing yeah. that nobody is talking about. Nobody is talking. Those two are not going to be healthy all year next year. If those two have their normal IL stints and and play their normal sixty to seventy or eighty games, this this is a five hundred team. Like they were not close. They were not close to winning a World Series, man. They weren't. Yeah, Judge only missed uh, the COVID time. That was it. That was yeah, the he only. Didn't, he IL. didn't go on the IL for a baseball injury. The entire and I've been more, missed two weeks. Yeah, and I've been really critical of Judge, you know, for a long time for the injuries. He held up this year. I don't think you extend him now. Obviously not. Um, you you got to see if he can stay healthy again. Before you start have looking to, at that. Have to. I get accused of being biased for guys like LeMahieu and guys like Cole. We have to talk about Cole. I can't believe that he just didn't show up at all. I, I can't believe that he showed up with nothing. I, I thought maybe, you know, five innings, three runs. Like maybe yeah. he wouldn't have his best stuff, mate. But, like, but he'd battle. He didn't have his best. I thought at a minimum we'd get one of those Tanaka. He didn't have his, you know, his best stuff, but he battled out there. He did not battle. He showed up with zero, Jack. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. From from pretty much the first I mean, basically from the first inning. He got a couple of pop outs, but it was it was clear when he had I think it was he had Devers at one two and he threw three straight balls that weren't even close to the zone. It was like, oh shit. Like he doesn't have it. Yeah. I'm going Bogart's middle middle with a fastball. Oh, that was painful. Oh, that was painful. And and especially because they have two guys that can hurt you essentially. And he walks one of them, the other one hits a homer. And everyone's gonna talk about the hamstring. I, I think he just kind of shit the bed. Yeah, I think he just yeah. I think he just shit the bed. Didn't have it tonight. You know. And there is no you just you didn't have it. For the money he makes, you've got to have it. You've got to be able to find it. So it's a letdown. But, like, he's still our ace. Hopefully this is a thing, like, he, he learns from. It's not like we're at the end of our leash with him. Like, yes, he, he let us down, but he's still our guy. We Huge contract for a long time. He's still young. Uh, he was competing for a Cy Young this year. So Yeah, we're married to him. It's not yeah. like we're going anywhere. It's just, Yeah, yeah, we're, we just, can't break up. But like you know what, I'm gonna stay on the couch a little bit longer tonight. Yeah, like you, like your your worst start as a Yankee. It, that it couldn't have been tonight. I'm sorry. Like you, you had to do, you had to do more than that. And like showing up with nothing in a do or die game, especially from his first press conference, he talks about pressure is a privilege, high stakes. I, I like the pressure. I, you know, it, it was painful. Do you think it's a Fenway thing? It's not a playoff thing. He's won World Series games. He's won playoff games. Is it a Fenway thing? Is it a sticky tack thing? Like, what what was it, do you think, with him? I think he just didn't have it. You know, like, sometimes you just lose it. You, you may, whether it's you get in your own head, and then there's the, you know, the pressure of it that normally wouldn't affect you. I think it's like a combination of different, a little bit of different things that all just come together and, like, make you human. Of... It's I said all that shit that you just laid out, the pressures of privilege, all that. I am competing for a Cy Young. 
now I'm in the biggest game. Like, oh, they're interviewing Bucky Dent every fucking four seconds. I grew up a Yankee fan, so like that. Me, like my dad wants to fucking blow Bucky Dent probably <laughs> because like they're the you know that Bucky Dent's probably like his dad was drinking at the games then. Yeah. Um, because like our dads were. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, 70s, like it's, yeah. yeah, it's the same age. So he's just like. You know, it means something, and uh, and then you just, he just didn't have it and hasn't had it. Maybe the hamstring a little bit. I think it's just a combination of did not get the job done, and but like we're yeah we're still married to him. We're not we're not even gonna sleep on the couch for a night. We're not gonna sleep in the guest room. We're still gonna come to bed. We're probably not gonna talk a lot for a little bit, but come February, you know. We're back together. Yeah, and if you're Hal, you got to be pissed, man. You wrote a $324 million contract and you got two innings, three runs. Like this is why you paid him. You paid him so that if you found yourself in this fucked up position of being in a one-game playoff, that you had this you know, get-out-of-jail-free card. You had Garrett Cole and he would give you eight shutout or seven innings, one run or whatever, and you would – you would like that is why you signed that contract and he shows up, shows up and gives you nothing. It's sickening. It my really is. my fear is that it doesn't upset Hal because he doesn't really care. I don't think he cares that much either. I say that uh, Boone is gone, Cashman is back. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, that's probably what happens, and I think it's a mistake. I think, yeah. but I think Hal is Hal's not invested in. It. He's not like emotionally there. He's not paying attention. Um, I'm trying to think of like it, it used to. It was like a. It's a thing in movies. Um, did you see the new Jurassic Parks? I saw Jurassic World. It was pretty good. Did you see the second one? It was like one? the 2015, 2016 one. I, I oh, okay. One. Yeah, you know, like there's a thing in movies when there's like a, uh, an old rich guy and then there's someone who's like their assistant that like is really taking him over. Like Aladdin. Like Jafar in Aladdin. And yeah. that's kind of what like Cashman's got going on. Like I'm kind of running this place however I want. No one's going to fire me because like – you know, it's the boss's son. It's Tommy Boy. It fe- like Cashman walks, talks, and acts like he's the owner. Yeah. And Hal kind of walks around like he's a middle, middle guy. He looks unsure of himself. He doesn't like being at the press conferences. Cashman kind of carries himself like an owner when you think about it. Yeah. I mean, he's there. He's in the box at. Like, I mean, Hal wasn't there tonight. No, no, no. Could you imagine owning? Uh, any sports team, let alone the Yankees, and you're not going? No, no, I cannot. You know, cannot. like G- George would have been there with a fucking no. turtleneck. There's enough chill for the turtleneck. Mm-hmm. Oh, he would have been looking good. Blue blazer, some khakis, <laughs> some Sperry's, some boat shoes. Yeah, he would have been. Who knows who he'd have. Looking good. He'd have like Robert De Niro in there or something. Yeah, yeah. it would have been. It would have been, been fucking so cool. Man, it's it's tough. I'm trying to think what like what else I want to get. I want to get out of this in in terms of what happened tonight. It's not even it's not even tonight. Like I said, they sucked all year. It's it it doesn't hurt. Like and you think about how they've gone backwards. 2019, they're in the ALCS. They come kind of close. 2020, they lose in Game Five of the ALDS. 
2021, they barely, I mean, they skate into the playoffs in the ninth inning of game 162 on a walk-off, and they get embarrassed in a one-game playoff. They're going backwards. They are clearly, nobody can look at this and be like, oh, they're making strides. They're one move away. Because we're not. I said we weren't one move away when everyone said we were one move away. We did two moves. We got Rizzo and Gallo, and this is where we are. But even yeah. it's not even Rizzo and Gallo because you know what we were fucking out of it before we got them. No, you're right. You're right. They were 500 on July 4th. Yeah, that was the landmark. So every year or the past three four years, you know they they lose in the playoffs and Cashman goes up there and says, oh, you know we're we're a championship caliber team. Playoffs are a small sample size. One play here, one play there. I don't think based on what we saw this year that he can go up there and say that. What do you think he's going to say in three, four days whenever they do the post-mortem press conference? Um, well, I think he's going to talk about expectations, not meeting them, not getting the job done. Uh, you know, that played into the you know decision we made to move on from Aaron. Like, we thank him uh, for everything he's done. And, yeah, and we're, you know, we're, on, we're on the search. We're excited to, you know, talk to some people. And... Um, you know, and get back at it and start planning the off season. We've got the the meetings coming up in Tampa in a couple of weeks. So just blame Boone and then just kind of go from yep. there because it's deeper than Boone. Like we need a new manager, but it's much much deeper than Boone for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, it's Cashman, <laughs> and it's it's also it's Hal. It's ownership that doesn't really give a shit. Fit, yeah, what do they say? Fish rots from the head up or the head down? Or, or I've never heard this one either. Sleep on your spoon. Something like that, yeah. No, and first of all, here's the last last thing I'll say. They were not gonna. They don't have a shortstop on the roster. They were not gonna win the World Series without a shortstop on the roster. Like Andrew Velasquez seems like a nice kid. I thought he was our only shot to win the World Series was because it was gonna be like some Disney movie, trash picking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon type stuff. (laughs) Vince Papal. They were they were starting Geo at short for a month. They didn't. They don't have a shortstop on the team. Yeah. No. We. We don't have a shortstop. We have f- five second basemen. <laughs> <laughs> we do. It's funny, but it's sad. They don't have a catcher and they don't have a center fielder. It's like the three most, the three most important positions. And that's why I'm almost glad, in a way, that they lost by five runs instead of one. Like I would hate if, if like Cashman or you know, oh, if we fucking bullshitted our fucking way into yeah. Yeah, this. oh, you know, if you take away the Nevin Send and the the Stan Homer is a Homer in sixteen of the parks, like one of those bullshit. Like, no, no, yeah. they were not close. Um, <laughs> by the way, can we talk about the the first inning? Stanton, Matt Vasgersian, John Sterling, they made that call like the ball was hit seven hundred feet. It wasn't even hit that far. It landed like eight feet up the wall. You. You got to think about putting John Sterling in a home after that call, dude. He said <laughs> out of the stadium onto Lansdowne Street. Uh, yeah, and then he oh. said, "What did I say? Did I say something wrong?" He oh. had the panic of a person who was worried they said a racial slur. Like that's what it said. Like, what did I say? Did I say something wrong? It was sad. It was sad. And like, dude, v- Vascursion too. Like, you know, he's whatever, sixty years younger than. Sterling yeah. or whatever, and he's like, "Hey, Stan, there's another one way back." Like, I mean, the camera, like the camera, like really jerked. But aside from from that, on the Stan side, you know when you hit a fucking home run or not, and that wasn't even fucking close. Like, yeah, it hit the wall, but it 
you know, especially these little league home runs that you hit to left field there, you know if you got fucking all of it. You have to know. And and then and then the immediate reaction was like, all right, well, you know, this is a home run in most stadiums. And then they did the stat cast thing. It's like, actually, this is a homer nowhere. Zero out of 30 stadiums. And I really thought that Stanton hitting a mediocre fly ball, pimping it, flipping the bat, and then ending up on first was a perfect representation of this entire group. A bunch of entitled, overrated guys that don't do anything. Well, so that's – I had a tweet about that that uh... – annoyed some people hold on let me find it because people are upset um i felt that all of stanton's at bats were a uh like a perfect representation of the season at least like his first three he hit that first ball and it didn't you know it obviously it didn't meet the expectations of being a home run and he you know played with his head up his ass which is something we commonly do Second at bat, he struck out, which, like, that's what we do. Yeah. Third at bat, it's not – and I'm not saying it's just him. This is just a microcosm of the entire season. Third at bat is the Nevin Sen. So, of course, we have a base running error. We tied with the Royals for the most outs at home plate for the year with 44. Like, that was our season. All we were missing was a, a double play. If Stan had a double play, he would have hit for the Yankee cycle. <laughs> No, you're right. They were making base running mistakes all year. Gary Sanchez got thrown out at third base, I'm pretty sure, like 36 times. Like, there was just like a 10-day stretch where he was getting thrown out at third base like every other game. And at the point, you were like, how'd he even get to second? Because he looks awful up there. (laughs) Oh, man. And the guy that – the guy that – it did one of the only things Rizzo had pretty much the only good at bats of the night. He hit a home run. He think he had a walk. Probably won't be back next year. They're not going to pay him. They say, oh, we're at the tax. Voight's going to come back healthy. First of all, <laughs> if you're thinking Voight is going to come back healthy, the guy I think had five IL stints. This year. Like, come on, man. Come on, guys. Every- it's not working. And leading up to the postseason, it was just non-salary. Why isn't Voight in there? Why? Because he didn't play good enough, and if he plays, he's going to get hurt. And then that's what happened. You know, why? Because we have someone better to do that job. Um, And it's the same way when the lineup came out today. I mean, all season, Cole has pitched better with Higgy. Like, whole time with the Yankees. Pitched better to Higgy. Gary Sanchez has not played himself into a position where it's like, hey, man, you just got to fucking deal with it because, like, Gary rakes. Instead, he bats... Uh, he, like a career high 204 <laughs> hits a couple home runs in the seventh inning up three and it's just like oh well that was a, a monster shot to left center so gary's back and then hey ninth inning i'm gonna miss this ball i'll miss that ball no more laser rocket arm no no man they're yeah they're burned uh it feels like I'm not trying to be dramatic, but it definitely feels like the quote-unquote championship window has closed. If you want, like, the window that started in 2017. Yeah, I mean, this is not, like, this team is not, this is not a championship caliber team. No, no. I mean, yeah, I'm really interested to see if Cashman, he's he's used that that phrase for the past, you know, since 2017. This is a championship caliber. A lot of times, you know, hey, we believe we have a championship caliber team. You can believe whatever the fuck you want. I mean, you're wrong. 
Like you're just, according to the science of it, you are wrong. It's like most, right. like most religious stuff. Like, no, well, according to the science of it, the Earth is billions of years old, not 2,000. Oh, right. And I think we've made, I think I've made this kind of analogy before. It's like, let's say your job is selling software and your quota is, I don't know, $100,000 for the month. And you go to your manager and you say, you know, I only sold $15,000 worth of software, but my expected sales were <laughs> yeah. 250K. You know, I'm the, like, in what other industry does that play? I think the whole process, expected analytics bullshit. And look, if we start six and 13 next year, six and 11, don't let the dorks tell you that it was a small sample size and things even out because they don't. They started bad. They were bad. It finished bad. They were a bad team. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, it, it's exactly exactly what you said. You get to say like, oh, well, this thing happened, so I didn't close that big deal that like my quota was hinging on <laughs> one month, maybe two, not for 12 years. Right. <laughs> right. It, dude, and honestly, like it's the division title. Th like when you said that, like that, it, like people say, oh, it's hard to win the World Series. It's not really that hard to win division titles if you have a $200 million payroll. Like that should be a given. And when, I mean, th three of the teams are spending zero money most of the time. Like the Orioles. Yeah, the Orioles don't count as a team. Like, yeah. It's like Even when they were like, good, like, yeah, like. When we were really tanking, they had like Adam Jones, Machado. I think they won a division, but you got to get one in there. Yeah, twenty nineteen was the only was the only one. I, yeah, I always like when you look back. It's like even the years like seventeen, eighteen, and twenty. They were wild cards. It's it's almost like this whole thing has been a mirage. One division, one division title, and, and they always use the term "knock it on the door" really close. Really haven't been that close. You can't say you're close if you don't get to the dance. They have not been like not been to a World Series. Yeah, we haven't lost the World Series. <laughs> we haven't even had the opportunity to lose the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. 2001, they were knocking on the door. 2003, they were knocking on the door. They were <laughs> not knocking on the door these past couple of years. Yeah, this year will go down as a second place finish it, because technically we tied. There, there's just no third place in the division the way the record books keep uh, it. Right. But, I mean, we went on the road. We're the third-place team yeah. in the okay. division. Yeah, they, they, were the fifth, they were the fifth team to make the playoffs. They were the worst record to yeah. 
to make the playoffs. Last year we the the year before that we were in first place. The year before that we were in second, and that was you know that's been the whole boon time. But we've lost in the ALCS, DS, CS, DS wild card game. Yeah, no, they're they're not good enough. The load management, the whole struck, the arrogant. We know more than you. We're going to rest guys. Everything's going to be okay. That needs to stop because that attitude had them in Fenway in a do-or-die bullshit one-game playoff. And maybe if they would have taken the regular season seriously and not rested guys for – they rested Stanton the third game of the season coming off an off day. I I, I remember this because it was Easter Sunday and it was the third game against the Blue Jays and Stanton rested for load management. Maybe if you get that stupid mentality out, and you just play your fucking best nine guys every day for 162, maybe it'll turn out better. Like You're not going to get 162, but, like, yeah, the intention should be I'm going to go out I'm going to get 120, 130 games out of these guys in the field. Makes another 10 at DH. You know? Yeah, when if you're playing, guess what? If you start off just saying, fuck it, we're going to go play all the games, and you hit that July stretch where you're playing 20 out of 21 days, you're mixing a day off there because you're up by six games in the division. You've earned that day off. Let the boys wow. earn it. Yeah. Or if somebody's got a nagging a nagging hamstring in August. Yeah. Right. And yeah. there's double headers and shit. Not on fucking Easter Sunday when it's, when it's the third game of the year. And the, it, it, it comes back to them trying to script everything. We're going to use this reliever in this inning where you know, this guy's only going to play against – you know, left-handed pitchers. They're like we're gonna win this game of the series, and we'll punt this game of the series. Like they just try and script and make everything to a movie, and that's not how baseball works. It's an unpredictable fucking game. Yeah, we don't need like we don't need any platoons planned out. We just need guys who play the positions. You know, we just need a lineup, um, and go out there because at 38 years old, Paul O'Neill played 137 games with like one leg. Like that, he. I remember his hamstring was just it was duct taped on still, and he was just out there mashing. Yeah, it's crazy. Like when you think about Cashman overseeing the, this group could not be more different than the '90s group. And I'm not trying to sound like a boomer or whatever, but like those guys actually went balls to the wall every day and treated every game like a game seven. And this group is the cool kids that we only try on this days. We only show up for big games. We're going to rest people like, like the mindset. Like they're, they're just not the Yankees anymore. It's depresses me when I think about it, but they are so different than the teams that we grew up with. I, um, I was, you know, I didn't comment on it during the day because positive energy, you know, going into the day, Takes a huge set of balls for Aaron Boone to show up with a boom box. Aaron Judge showed up with a boom box. He did today? He showed up with a boom box. <laughs> yeah, he walked in. He walked into Fenway holding a boom box. In a Dior sweatshirt. I don't even know what that was. Is that a brand? Yeah, like fancy boy stuff. What do you think happens to the turtle? Nestor takes it home? Yeah, I mean, no, I think it gets like some clubby gets stuck with it. Mm, yeah. You know. You're like, oh, it's not cool anymore. We lost. Yeah. Yeah, like cuz now when the guys go to clean out, you know, I hope that you know they they still do it right. Um they probably send assistants to do it at this point. There's no way that Aaron Judge is showing up to Yeah, no, cuz they have to do they do like an exit interview. Oh, okay. I, I they might do an end of year physical too. 
Oh, right, to see who needs Tommy John. I forgot we got that coming up. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it, what are we? One, two. We're like Didi we're, three, we're three months away from uh, finding out that someone had surgery on February 3rd. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's gonna be like, all year, day, yeah. like three days before spring training, yeah. and it's gonna be like, oh, Luizaga, you know, Tommy John. We didn't notice it in November. Or we're, we're doing it now. Yeah, or and then then you mix in someone's got like a back. They'll keep them out till July, and that's September. Um, yeah, it's same old shit. Same old shit with these guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's tough. It, it it's just tough to get behind the idea of being excited about them like it, it stinks to feel like this about them there's no like tr- i think this is a, a much better show when i'm making jokes about how great we are and i'm making fun of other cities and not our guys no it, it is and it's not even about like the players like for me and I, I i don't think i'm being dramatic there is a part of me and again i'm not trying to be dramatic there is a part of me that kind of dies when the season ends oh and yeah i feel like i i have an in person i have an in-season persona and then i have an off-season and, and it's like it's a hard switch like as soon as glaber's you know fly ball landed in that glove it's like well it's the off it, it, like you just don't have the same it's different man it's really different we don't have this every week it's it's not as fun yeah i have um you know, like, obviously, we have the new baby, so we have a lot going on. But, like, the Yankee games, during, especially during the time in the hospital, it became, like, the balance. You know, it, it is to a certain extent when you watch, like, every game. I, was, I tweeted earlier today, I've probably 10, 15 times this year been like, I'm fucking done watching these guys. I've, you missed 15 games a year? Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, max, max. Like, psy- yeah. psycho shit. Like, I'm at least watching part of it. Yeah, it's a Sunday. We, we've clearly punched. It's the fourth inning. I'm going to go in the pool and, you know, check the scores, have it on in the TV in the window. But still yeah, got a you, life. you always work an angle. I, I think you'll find this. I think you'll find this funny. So we're like we're looking at houses. And yeah. the only so we were talking today and there was only one time that we could go look at this house. And it was uh, Thursday at 730. And I looked at the schedule and we were going to play the Rays in game one, you know, if we had won. And I am so much of a psycho that I say to Jamie, look, you go look at the house. If you like it. Put an offer in. You know, I don't even need to see it. Like, that's what I'm willing. Like, that. Like you think about it. Like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, who who does that? But, like, that's what we that's what we do with this with this obsession, man. It's, it's, it's almost fucked up. When I had, like, I think I, I could have gotten to Sunday's game. I could have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I said like when you were like, "Yeah, so you're gonna go like after you hear this?" I was like, "No, what are you insane?" You know, she came a week early. Like I had even mentioned to my wife because you know Scott let us know like, "Yeah, we we have tickets." You know, we were gonna do a group Bronx pinstripe thing. You yeah, were on the thing. Yeah, uh, sure. For game four, and it was like, oh, "Was that Monday?" You know, ah, oh, the Sunday would be better, but the Sunday didn't have any good sections, so that's what we got. And I said to my wife, I was like, yeah, Scott got these, but like, I can't, you know, Monday, what are you, Monday, it's Columbus Day, the kid's home from daycare, so it's the two, I couldn't go anyway, and she's like, yeah, exactly, you're right, you couldn't go, and I was like, (laughs) I know, if anything, it'd be like Sunday at four, you could have your mom come over, and she was like, yeah, that could kind of work, maybe, like, I don't know, see how the game goes, so like, I had softened it up. Yeah, it was prime. You could have got you, yeah. you could have got in there. <laughs> yeah, like, I, yeah. Yeah. I was like you know, I cuddled with both the girls on the couch watching the first inning, you know. 
Sheets of equity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Always, Uh, always working the angles. I'm sure we'll be back, you know, whatever, next Monday and and we'll be a little bit more coherent thought out. But do you have have anything else before before we tie a bow on this? No, I mean, I think it uh, it stinks. And uh, Aaron Boone apparently said the league has closed the gap on us. We've got to get better in every aspect. A little late for that. Yeah, we knew this uh, eighteen yeah. months ago. And it's like, but like, what gap? It's not nineteen ninety nine. Like, yeah, what? Yeah. We haven't won like multiple championships in a v- very long time. He said that. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're not the top guys. Like, no, no one caught us. We just haven't caught anyone. I figured he would say something kind of dumb. Obviously, my contract is up. I haven't any had any conversations about that with anyone. So we'll see. I love being here. I love going to work with this group of players. Well, that makes one of you. He said that? That's yeah. a quote? Oh, that's such a I'm out. Like, that's a defeated quote. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's gone. See? Well, and look, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do an episode next week. Whenever they hire a new manager, we'll do one. Maybe we'll sign Corey Seager and we can have a happy – episode but it's gonna be you know it's gonna be dark for a little bit not as I, I will say and i'm not being a prisoner of the moment does not hurt as much as last year does not hurt as much as 19 does not hurt as much as 18 for me i think or 17 i mean 17 hurt 17 was like we're coming up we were still optimistic that's like the first summer with a girlfriend and you're like oh we have so many i don't know i had i had my i had all my world series tickets lined up and my hotels and everything like i was ready to go i was so excited um it was just like it was my last like it was my last year at barstool too so it was like mm, i'm gonna win okay. a championship and leave yeah like yeah. i already knew i was leaving so it was like we're a championship out here um yeah it no, it doesn't hurt also because it was just so obvious that the team right. wasn't good enough. <laughs> right. Because we're 500 on 4th of July. Like that, we were a 500 team all year. And like we, you know, we lose, you know, five games. Where if we lost five more games, we're a 500 team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they won. Yeah. They squeaked in it at 92. Yeah, yeah. Weren't, weren't close. Weren't close to good enough. So we'll wrap it up. It was fun, fun getting together every Monday. I always enjoyed this uh, this little therapy Skype Skype session talking about the team. But now we enter the off season. Hey, we always win the off season, right? <laughs> our expected uh, our expected wins were were off the chart, man. When you run the algorithm, all these fucking just like ah. Uh, these dorks, man. These sixteen-year-old dorks. These, I just can't like I can't these shitty to fucking stats. Are like, well, look what he did with this. Oh, Domingo Herman was the best pitcher in nineteen in twenty nineteen, and it's like so. Cash, Cashman found him. And it's like, oh, now we're doing wins. Now we can do wins. Like he smacked his fucking girlfriend at a charity event, like in front of everybody. Right. You know, you want credit for that guy? All right, way to go, Cashman. That's your guy. <laughs> We have multiple fucking domestic violence guys on the team. Yeah, it's like, not even and that's from a culture thing, standpoint, even, like it's not good. It's not a fun team. It's not like a bunch of good guys like that. Like there's no, there was no there were no cool stories this year. Like no, like there's nothing good that I'll remember. I don't have any good memories of this year. Like I went to opening day, they lost. 
We, uh, every we went to that Red Sox to. game. Lost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we saw them win in Baltimore. They lost the games in Philly. We saw them in Baltimore. I saw them win. That was the high point. A May game in Baltimore in the mayor's suite or whatever. The governor's that was suite. Yeah. yeah. The governor's suite. That, that, was, that, that, was, that, a good, that was a good weekend. I drank way too much. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. We, had, we had an enjoyable thing happen. But it's sad that a mid-May Orioles game like that that was the high point. Yeah, it, I mean, it is what it is. It's it's what we've said all year. And I mean, you're cheering for them. You're not looking for like saying, "Hey, this is a bad thing." Doesn't mean I don't want to be wrong about it. But like, listen, I was right. We should have been sellers. But well, we, we knew. Yeah, we knew we got swept by the Tigers. And then I think being there in Philly, it really hit home. Like that was like, and just and embarrassing. Was Those were Im- yeah, I was like, embarrassing. Fuck, like, they didn't even compete. Like this, this is like these guys don't have it. Yeah. And so we'll see. You know, I think in the next, I don't know, in, you know, in the next twenty four hours, we'll know what's up with Boone. There's a chance we tend to drag ass on this and like let him come to Florida. To like pitch everyone on keeping their job, like I feel I like remember with Tori and with Girardi, I feel like there were like ongoing conversations. Like Girardi wasn't just fired after seventeen. There were yeah, because they but I, they do like they need to because now it's a competition. Whoever the open managers are, now yeah. it's like kind of a race. So we actually have an advantage, ironically, over teams that are still good enough to be playing. So you might as well jump on it if he's not the guy. If they give him an extension, man, I I, I don't I don't even want to think about that. But well, like we we obviously didn't go to the World Series in seventeen, but Girardi had his job through the World Series. He did, and I do remember that the Red Sox hired Cora like while we were still playing. Like Cora was a assistant for yeah. the Astros, and he took like he had taken the job while we were still playing. So you uh, like, gotta get on, on it. it. Yeah, like on an off day, he was interviewing. Yeah, yeah. So you I gotta get that on was it. like one of the stories. Yeah. So get on it now. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you gotta get ahead of it and just like, hey, you know, we we gotta get into the marketplace and let them know that we're open. So. Yeah, man. We'll see. All right. Well, hey, you can follow Nick on Twitter. You, are you doing your like? I'm off Twitter for a little bit now. Nah, it didn't hurt as didn't hurt as much. I don't feel the need to. That's that, dude. It's like that's, yeah. All right. And Kirby NYY. Follow me at JJ from the Bronx. Follow the show at George's Box Pod. Um, follow Dan, intern Dan. He's not here at Juicy Nine Nine. He just didn't answer. I don't know. Uh, did we? Oh, you texted him? Oh no, I guess we just yeah, I guess we just didn't invite him. <laughs> I didn't even think. Yeah, I just, yeah. You, oh yeah, because yeah. you just called me directly. I wasn't oh. thinking. Dan did a great job. Uh, yeah, uh, and I like Dan. Dan's a fun dude. I hope uh, yeah. he's gonna by the time next season he'll be an adult, graduated. We'll see. We'll see what his his future holds. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not this year. We'll see at the parade. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.